Precious tritium is the fuel that makes this podcast go. There's only 25 pounds of it on the whole planet. With great power comes great responsibility. Hello and welcome back to a new episode of Swinging Through Spider-Man. Thanks once again for uh, putting all those questions in for our recap and question and answer that you've no doubt heard by now. But yeah, I'm James Rushton. That's Bradley Hughes. How are you getting on? Good man, I'm ready for the antics. Oh, it's always antics when one man is involved and that man isn't always Spider-Man. We've got the Green Goblin. Yes. Again today. Bag of cans. <laughs> yeah. He's back, bag of cans, sweaty latex, sitting down, sofa chair, put late night wrestling on. <laughs> Stop, because you're starting to describe my dad now. <laughs> yeah. Right down to the sweaty latex, and that's frightening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're back with the amazing Spider-Man issue 23. And um, we've been through 23 comics so far, 26 episodes. Um, it's been a pleasure. But man... We don't have much to talk about except this comic, so shall we just jump right into it? Uh, yeah, just one more thing is, if you did listen to our catch-up episode as your jumping on point, welcome to the madness that is swinging through Spider-Man. Um, if not, welcome back to the madness that is swinging through Spider-Man. It never ends. It never ends. <laughs> never. Um... So where do we start this story off for issue 23? Well, the Green Goblin's back. Spider-Man has never actually caught the Green Goblin. The Green Goblin has eluded him and uh, has been stalking him. Green Goblin did him in uh, the Human Torch in last time, last time they met. Yeah, and snickering away on his little little glider. He wasn't... It's not... I, I, wanna, I want that prog rock broomstick back, really. Yeah, the really. broomstick was awesome. I don't miss that. But yeah, man, we find the Green Goblin meeting with a crew of gangsters. He's offering to lead them to glory. My first thought, you're a gangster, you're a tough man, you're a hard guy, lots of money, lots of cash, lots of violence. If a man... It, you can see where yeah, this is going. You I, can I, I, completely totally. see. If a man in a green fucking suit, dressed like a goblin, approaches you, says, I'm going to lead you to glory, you shoot him square in the face. You know, <laughs> I'm talking sleeping with fishes. Concrete shoes dropped off. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just imagine the gangsters like hanging about in their little office headquarter type thing, and you see those beautiful purple gloves come creeping creeping round the door handle, and then just the whites of Goblin's mask are the eyes of his. Just peek round the corner, just like, hey, wanna be in a movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, not his type of movie. Never ever be in his type no. of movie. It's not. It's not it's Hollywood. Known as a, it's what's known as a snuff film. Yes, definitely a snuff. One he will watch repeatedly with that bag of cans at his feet. That ba- same bag of cans, like you used to strangle you. <laughs> oh well. man, manhunt style. You can hear like you can, as you as you fade out. You just hear, feel that sweaty grip. <laughs> 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 Lucky Lobo isn't having any of oh, this. Oh, man. Geezer comes in, he's latex, and he's got like a onesie over, not even a onesie, just a leotard on top of that as well. 
Oh, you just can't take him seriously. No one questions it. They're just pissed off that he's so brave. You know, that's really bold. Why have you done that? No one's pissed off with the fact that a goblin is standing there. That's <laughs> that's what strikes me. To be to be blunt, that's what strikes me. Just, you got you got to appreciate the cojones when all you can see is just the cojones tightly squeezed inside of the speedos of his outfit. Can't take your eyes off him, nor <laughs> them. It's what I'm thinking. He's there, mate. He's, he's goblin balls. He's pumpkin bombs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the gang moving on a green goblin to ice him, which I believe is the correct vernacular, to ice him. He fights the gang off with his pumpkin bombs, all that stuff. His actual pumpkin bombs, not the ones attached to his uh, crotch. <laughs> the actual explosive ones. He assaults them with his glider bombs, flies off and goes, boys, think it over. And the whole town see him fly away from explosion. It's the Green Goblin. He's back in the public eye and he's clearly been seen assaulting a gang. Yeah. That's not his usual, you know, it's robbing shit, doing crimes. It's not attacking gangs. Yeah, but he's 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 building some. I feel. I feel like he's, he's he wants he wants like more like an empire. You'll be right. You'll be completely right. It seems like the goblin's plan isn't just to lead these gangs; it's to take out the leaders through the police. Big high-profile crimes bring the police and get them involved. They can't nail Lucky Lobo though. But of course, the goblin has led them there, and of course, he doesn't want to do good. He wants to take out the leader and lead the gangs for himself. Build that empire, like you said. Goblin Empire. I'd watch that movie. We find our friend, Peter Parker, and he's out of luck. When is he ever in luck? Yeah, it's just permanently snake eyes at the crab's table. This motherfucker must have said... This motherfucker must have set an entire field of four-leaf clovers on fire. (laughs) Like, accidentally. (laughs) You know what? If I could personify... Peter Parker's life. It's the moment where you drop your toast butter side down. Peter Parker has found a new hiding place for his Spider-Man costume in the attic. However, there's a problem. In the attic, it's not warm. And as he's, as he's washed his costume for once, it's not dry. Because it's in the attic, so he can't go fight crime. So he's just got to be himself until the costume dries out. I'm thinking, first time you wash the costume, it's been about a year, if not more. <laughs> disgusting <laughs> and and new york is a polluted place man like you wake up in the morning and you literally can't see from the bottom of the fucking sky rises because of all the smog and smoke and nastiness in the air so he's swinging through that every day like when i commute to work and i'm sitting behind a bus on my motorbike i feel dirty after that so imagine swinging through the shit all day every day He's going to have to have got shit on his costume at some point. His own shit. We've seen his costume get absolutely rinsed numerous times as well. Not rinsed in the washer. <laughs> rinsed as in you've been had the shit kicked out of you. <laughs> yeah, somewhere along those lines. He can't go out on the town crime fighting, but he can go to work. And as he gets to work, he spots a letter from Ned Leeds awaiting Betty Brant, yeah. and this sets him up. Hey, how broke he is. He should be going to fucking work anyway. 
Oh, mate, he needs a fucking uh, hospital bills paid off. That letter that. sets him off, but not as much as what happens next. As he turns around to hear J. Jo- Jonah Jameson speaking, he spots um, Fred F- Foswell, the big man. You're having a back. laugh? What the fuck is he doing? Has he served his four-day term? Yeah, you get in in, in the world of Spider-Man in this uh, six one six universe, I believe it is. You get out of jail very quickly, almost like it's a Monopoly game. <laughs> Simply roll a pair of doubles, and you are back on the streets, free to do whatever. But I believe it's been about a year or so. I don't know jail terms of what Fos, uh, Foswell did, but. Uh, I think a year is an extraordinary amount of time considering everyone else has got out in days. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it's especially, been gone. especially Doc Ock. Could, could have leveled the city with his experiments, but he's just got four days. Assaulting guards as well. So Fred Farswell was the big man, the leader of the enforcers. He tried to get all the gangs together, got copped, beat up, put in jail, and now he's back. 14 issues, is about 13-odd issues, that's a decent amount of time in a Spidey Clink. That's a good point. Although yeah, that's a long, that's a new record. Thirteen issues is Spidey Clink record. What do you think is? What do you think he's thinking as soon as he's left and the enforcers aren't there anymore? It's just like, well, would you jump in my grave as fast? <laughs> where, where the boys? And you see them like fucking around, like <laughs> playing like catch in the park. Like, like he goes back to his house and everything's just cleared out. Because they've all just gone like, well, I, I want a TV. Just solitary, like stroking that photo of him and fancy Dan, like enjoying a nice meal together. <laughs> that last like meeting, just crying <laughs> while taking it. He's a big man, and that means he needs to man up and move on with his life. And that involves getting a job at the Daily Bugle. Wait, 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 wait. Why would you take him back? He he purposely tried to to frame JJ. Well, J. Jonah Jameson, questioned by Peter Parker, why would you take him back? Why would you hire him again? Jameson responds, because I believe in forgiveness, charity, and brotherly love. He does not believe in any... He believes in the complete opposite opposite of all those three things. Mate, that is opposite. such a crock of shit, man. Like, JJ stared into the abyss. The abyss looked back and said, you're a bad person. And he went, I know. So, is this him trying to say, like, oh, I'm trying to be a better person, or is that, like, is he just lying to himself? I don't, he's tr- definitely, it's definitely trying to be a better person. Big he's man paid him trying to... I'm telling you now, that's one thing that JJ cares about, is that cashola, and big man must have paid him off. You're on the right track, but not from the big man. We'll get to that in a bit. Betty and Pete, enjoy, oh, I say enjoy, I mean endure. A bit of a misconnection. Neither of them bring up Ned's letter on the desk. And Ned, obviously, the kind of part-time boyfriend of Betty Brandt at the moment-ish. Uh, he's away in Europe for months. Um, but no one brings up the letter. No one speaks about it. But our man, Pete, has more on his mind. He spotted Foswell acting shady, of course. And he follows him. But hey, Pete forgets that his costume's at home and he can't follow him as Peter Parker. So he gives up and Foswell gets away. It gets halfway undressed as well. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it. I, I can't. I can't process that, mate. Really, <laughs> he's just he's undoing his shirt and everything, and he's just like, 
He's even got into the alleyway. I'm really trying to process this. It looks like he's trying to I process can't... it as well. I get getting lost in the moment, forgetting that you haven't got clothes on under your clothes is completely something different. See, if I if if I was Peter, I would have continued the tale. And if I was caught out by Freda, I'd just say, look, I was looking if there's some sort of story with, you know, your past, you know, see what's going on now that you've left, you know, prison. She wanted to see if you was up to any misdoings. JJ put me up to it or something like that. You can get away with it then. He's not just like going to go, this kid must be Spider-Man. Yeah, well, that's what he thinks everyone thinks. He thinks everyone's onto it, but they're not. Meanwhile, the Green Goblin has received a gift. He has brought Lucky Lobo's tax records, and it's enough evidence to bury that mob boss if it's made public. Across town, and this is where we get to your point about money, J. Jonah Jameson is applauded by the investors of the Daily Bugle and the, the, the big wigs in town for his charity act in rehiring Foswell, a convict. Of course. This meeting is interrupted by none other than Foswell, who somehow has enough information to bury Lucky Lobo. Oh, plot thickens. It's a huge scoop for the Bugle, and the Goblin's eavesdropping. The plan is working. Foswell's got the information I need. The Bugle are going to run it. This is the end of that mob boss. And I, he moves in. It's like a power vacuum. You know? Yeah. Top of that geezer, you move Lobo in. Lobo ice, ices geezer, sends him to the bottom of the hood zone. Like, not a problem. But as soon as his tax return comes back, oh boy, Uncle Sam's going to be looking for his <laughs> fucking bank account. Looking for them empty checks. Yeah, that's flagged. There's a spreadsheet somewhere that is now fucking red. The entire is filled in red. That is setting off some signals in the IRS. Um, I- I'm sorry, Mr. Lobo. Um, How much money did you say your massage parlor was making? Uh, 28 million. Yeah, I'm not going to say you're laundering money now, but it kind of sounds like you're laundering money. He turns around and in out, out the washing machine, there's just fucking dollar bills flying in the air. <laughs> <laughs> it looks, looks like fucking crystal maze. <laughs> <laughs> now, the, the police decide to move in on Lobo. Of course, you know, money's involved. That's when they start to give a shit. So... To be, to be fair, with the police, it's all about, like, we know he's part of the gang. We know he's part of the mob, but it, like, with the way I would work is it would always be, like, there would be, like, a middleman, wouldn't there? It's, so he'd never actually get his hands dirty, so you couldn't pin anything actually on him, could you? So, like... No, no yeah, that's, the, that's, that's a really good point. They can actually go, right, we got him now. That's a genuinely good point, yeah. It's, uh, maybe they're waiting for something, I mean... Yeah, I think you're right. But yeah, the police moving on Lobo, which the raid on Lobo's gangster palace or apartment or headquarters, it alerts Spider-Man, who is obviously now swinging the city with his dry-ass, fresh costume, looking for trouble. Smelling lot fairer. The Green Goblin's also on the scene as well, because he has to keep an eye on his plan. Wait, you mean that no one's hearing his fuck-off glider just going... I'm imagining it sounds like a TIE fighter. Like, oh, oh, yeah, like, like it sounds like someone's... 
it sounds like someone's put a toothpick under their toenail. Oh, mate, no. Oh, well, that's, a, that's the only way I can imagine you screaming, not like, uh, someone actually physically uh, producing the t- noise. Uh, oh, that's such a horrible <laughs> like image in my head. That's fucking rotten, man. I bet the Green Goblin does that for fun. Like underneath, underneath <laughs> latex outfits, nothing but pins. Loads up on special brew. And absolutely goes to town on himself. Fucking hell. Like, crashes his glider as fast as he can into a wall. <laughs> just, just fuck me <laughs> up. Fuck me up real good. <laughs> ha! My name's Green Goblin. This is Jackass. No one fucks a goblin up as much as a goblin. <laughs> it's starting to sound like Charles Manson, though. <laughs> good comparison. Uh, but... It's all kicking off. It's all going to kick off, mate. The police are there with guns. The gangsters are there. The goblin is waiting, and Spider-Man's ready to burst in and solve a crime. Lobo tries to get away. The goblin shuts off the getaway, and Spidey starts to tail the goblin. But the goblin knows he's being tailed. He's just trying to direct Lobo to a place where he can direct Spider-Man as well and get Spider-Man to take out Lobo for him. Goblin is clever as fuck, man. He's like... There are levels to yeah. this. Terramasu, The goblin flies into a building, attacks Lobo and his gang really quickly, drops a smoke bomb, disappears just as Spider-Man lands in the middle of a room full of smoke and angry gangsters. Sounds like a movie I watched before. I think it's on Pornhub. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spidey, you know, he's a street-level <laughs> criminal. Spidey deals with him. Could you imagine if this was wrote now? It'd just be like, rather than smoke bombs, it'd just be goblin vaping. This would make an excellent Netflix series because you wouldn't need much special effects and it would be genuinely good. Like 30 minutes each issue, modernise it, you'd kill it. You'd absolutely kill it. It'd just be like one long meme. It'd be like a 30 minute meme. (laughs) Spider deals with the gangsters, but halfway through the fight, this is a... a link back to what's happened in the previous episodes, he realises that he needs to let Aunt May know that he'll be out late, of course, after being, you know, shouted at for coming in late last yeah, time. stop her from out. worrying. He's in the middle of a fight, so he locks himself into kind of the lounge, tapes up the door with his web, rings Aunt May on the phone while the gangsters are trying to break in, and tells her, it's Peter, you wanted me to call if I'd be late for dinner? Well... It looks as though I might be just a little bit late. And she's she's fine whilst these gangsters are trying to break in the door. This sounds like the actions of someone who's not thinking he's going to be getting out of that room. He's <laughs> like, as, <laughs> as, 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 as Aunt May's about to put down the phone, she's like, Aunt May, I, I just want you to know I love you. Just a single tear. Just a single tear rolls down his cheek. <laughs> Do you know, in um, Lord of the Rings when they're at the Hornburg in yes. Helm's Deep yeah. and they're just like, they just ride out and they know that they're like, they ride out to death. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's it. <laughs> but genuinely, he knows he knows he's going to kick their asses. He just needs to make the excuse. Yeah, they're just, just low, low level mobsters. It is nothing to him nowadays, isn't it? It's just easiest part. It's not like they got fancy dandricks. No, he comes out of there and beats the shit out of them. But he must resume 
his fight. But he's also got one man to tie up. Lobo, of course, waiting around, has been uh, captured by Spidey after the fight. And after a discussion between the pair, Spidey realises that, hey, the Goblin has ulterior motives here. What if he wanted me to fight Lobo just so he could replace Lobo and be the kingpin around here? Oh, you said a name. Yes. Swinging <laughs> from the building, Spidey gets the drop on the Goblin, leading to a fight. A fight. It's very acrobatic, mate, but it's a fight he almost wins. Oh. He almost, 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 almost gets a drop on the Green Goblin. I, I don't want to describe the fight because it's a generic Spider-Man fight at this point. The Green Goblin's flying around, Spider-Man zip-zip-zapping away, and uh, zip-zaps so much, yeah, that he's run out of web. And as he gets a drop on the Green Goblin, ready to pull his ass to the ground, slam him from that glider onto the floor, he has run out of webbing. Oh, Fucking bad move, man. The goblin flees. Our hero gives chase. But the goblin just turns on the afterburners and fucks off. Spidey, having made one last leap, falls to the ground. With his reflexes, his Spider-Man reflexes, barely saving his ass. Fucking lucky, man. He's, He's so lucky and unlucky at the same time. Escaping, the Green Goblin tunes into the radio. He wants to listen to the news, find out if Lucky Lobo got caught because he wants to take over the gang. Mm. Here's the news that one of the biggest police raids has been successful. The entire Lucky Lobo gang, leader and all, have been put into Spidey Clink. Green Goblin throws a fit. The entire gang is gone. The entire plan was a waste. waste. There's nothing. He's on his own. He's just simply saved the day, really. (laughs) Goblin's just like... He's just listening really intently to the radio. The radio is like, yeah, the whole gang's gone. And just, he's like, the entire gang! <laughs> Slamming his foot on the radio. We'd like to put a big KTV thanks to the Green Goblin for helping the police rein in one of the biggest hauls of the year, arresting the entire Lucky Lobo gang and the hero of the day, that is the Green Goblin. I repeat, the Green... Just making it worse for him he's listening. <laughs> Single t- oh, it's always just fucking widening. <laughs> it's the eyelashes, man. You think his eyes are just deeply set until it zooms in on his face and you realise the geezer's got eyelashes for days, man. Look, he's got his falsies on and that. From reading the previous comics, we know this is a costume and that's really unfortunate because it does look like his genuine body and I think it would be so much better if that was his genuine body and face. Yeah, it is a disappointment, man. I, I've, I've still got to say, man, I love the Goblin's look. I think it's so sick. Like, everything about it. It's man. really cool. Some minor threads to wrap up. Of course, there's still cliffhangers and that. At the Bugle, Pete realises that Foswell was responsible for nailing the article on Lobo. But hey, didn't the Green Goblin want Lobo nailed? Is there a connection there? What's going on with that? He's still not got it together with Betty. There's loads of misconnections. They're trying to speak to each other. No one has mentioned the letter from Ned Leeds. Pete wants her to mention it. She doesn't understand. She's got. She's missing the mark. There's still there's a misconnection there. They they're not really trying that hard. They're really missing out on each other. They're really missing the signals here. And how the Goblin is still on the loose. He's not been caught. He's got away. His plan's been ruined. He's the hero of the day, but he's still at large. What's more, Peter Parker hasn't got a dinner when he gets home. Of course, he said he'd be like out late, and he wasn't. So when he gets home, Aunt May has a uh, she's she's out with her neighbour, Mrs. Watson. He ain't happy. He's got a TV dinner. 
It's better than nothing. That's... Yeah, go out and make your own damn... Go to Subway. Yeah, fucking eat fresh, man. You are twice as mobile as anyone on the fucking planet. Do you reckon... You can, you know, get to Subway and back... Do you reckon Fancy Dan could eat a whole foot long? Or do you reckon he only eats, like, exclusively six inches? Because he can't manage a full one. It's not... No, he doesn't have six... The kids' meal, do you know, when you have half a six inch, you have a three inch. No, you know what it is. But it's all like nicely cut off, like, like a <laughs> fucking proper little tiny no, sandwich. No, no, you know what it is. The ox, he gets the fucking party platter in it because he's got he's got to keep that calorie count in it. And then Fancy Dan just has one little piece of that one, one tiny little fancy piece for him. Oh, isn't that just the fanciest <laughs> subway you ever saw, Montana? In a in in a twist, Montana only eats the cookies. He only eats Subway Ranch. Like he, he <laughs> only eat anything just Western. Just the dip, <laughs> <laughs> just squeezing it straight into his mouth. That's terrible, mate. <laughs> you know, I'm the only reason I'll come and keep going back to the enforcers is that we've heard through the grapevine on the Twitter that we won't be seeing them now for another ten oh, years. Fuck, I've just remembered that. <laughs> ten years until we see him again. That's a fucking terrible dis- Marvel. Fold the bastard Marvel <laughs> comics. If you're invested, if you've got stock in Marvel, sell, <laughs> sell that fucking stock. I am so. I've just remembered that, and my heart. Do you know when you have a little heart pang? It just went there. Like seriously went, and I thought I'm having a heart attack live whilst you I'm recording. No, I'm just sad. Fully pisses me off, man, because we found our feet with the characters, and then oh, uh, was he? He wasn't Doctor Spidey. It was There's probably Detective, Detective, Detective yeah, Spidey. Detective Spidey turned around and says, "Oh, it's a shame we won't see them for another ten years." I was like, "No." In a way, I'm glad he did that because if I was reading, I'm going to be reading these, and when I'm looking out for the Enforcers, I'm going to be so disappointed, so heartbroken. Yeah, just like every episode, you just like, like, like that old. That old like navy we do. That's just like when will my sailor come home? When will when, when, when will fancy Dan come home? <laughs> looking, looking out to sea like I'll have remarried <laughs> to a new villain. <laughs> I'd have found someone else. Hopefully, but that, that that's sad. That is sad because um, that automatically grants them the record. If that's true, if they're not around for ten years, that grants them the record for Spidey Clink taking over from Fred Foswell, who is the big man, the leader of the Enforcers. So the crew of the Enforcers take over. Now, if that's true, I hope to I hope to fucking God it's a lie. I hope we're being duped here because the enforcers are great, and it's going to be upsetting that we don't get to see them again. But I'm sure they will keep delivering with the zany antics. It's just it's just got in that a big part of the, it won't be around. Yeah, just the zany ten, the, the zany antics are just going to be a little bit more latex and rubber based. Yeah, the Green Goblin, he'll be back. Spider Man thinks something terrible is around the corner. I have to agree with him. I think there's something terrible around the corner. I haven't yet read the next one, but I'm pretty sure that it's not going to fucking end well for him because it's like the the issue title is Spider-Man Goes Crazy. Oh, shit. So he's going to go like nuts. I'm sure it's Spider-Man Goes Crazy. It's Spider-Man loses his fucking goddamn bananas or something. No, it's Spider-Man Goes Mad, which is an ex- exceptional higher. It's a higher level. So, yeah, he's going to go fucking insane. But that's the end of that, mate. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the next episode. Yeah, and we'll see you guys then. Um, any final thoughts, mate? Don't don't drink special, bro. Don't be like the goblin. Stick to 
good old-fashioned craft beer. Just drink normal alcohol. You don't need fortified alcohol. Just drink twice as much normal alcohol. And also, water. Don't forget, the hangover isn't the beer, it's the dehydration. Just hydrate. Just hydrate. for you know, Even when you're not drinking, hydrate. Hydrate. Yeah, this, this episode is also brought to you by the natural wonders of being hydrated, as well as Subway. I guess that's uh, what better note to end, end on that, mate. Get hydrated, get Subway down you, and we'll catch you very soon with the conclusion to this arc, I think. I think there's something going on here. Cliffhangers. And uh, we'll see you soon. Goodbye.